right, guys, here we go. Vegas Fever Podcast. Jason and Paula here. Hi. With you. Lots of stuff going on. Kind of like really? little, yeah, little <laughs> sneaky stuff. See, I didn't tell you about a lot of it because I wanted that little element of surprise. Sometimes for folks, yeah, surprise face over there. Sometimes, you know, obviously Paula knows things from, from social media and, you know, and, you know, news and stuff like that, but some things she doesn't catch. And I like to keep an element of surprise in our show. Cause I find that if we talk about it a lot, um, it kind of mm-hmm. loses its luster a little bit, but anyhow, we'll get, we'll get into that stuff in a little bit. So it came to our attention after we recorded last week that the portion we recorded with Kyle Christian from Vegas varsity was cut off his answer, his answer of right, his, which was like the most important uh, piece. Yes. And it happens and that's okay, but we came up with something kind of cool. We're going to play the audio for you of uh, Kyle answering the question about uh, his Vegas Mount Rushmore. And, you know, Paula did hers. I did mine. And then we asked Kyle what we thought of his. For me, number one was Andre Agassi, just for the same, you know, eight major titles, you know, one of the best uh, tennis players of all time, but still not only just that, but just a, a champion for Vegas, you know, and like, I do think that the local thing and your contributions, not just within sports, but outside of it for the city mean something. And Absolutely. So I do think that if you, if you, if I was going to rank even one of these, I didn't do them in any particular order, but he's, he's actually number one. Uh, he's the George Washington uh, case, I guess. So on on there. Plus, he had the dope Nike shoes back in the day, so you know yeah. that, that that carries some points too. But um, and yeah, back then he just embodied Vegas too, man. Like he, he had the he had the like um, it just had that rebel spirit. It was just it was just really cool. So yeah, he's he's definitely number one. I agree with both of you guys there. Greg Maddox is definitely an, a no brainer. The automatic four, you know, four straight Cy Youngs, eighteen gold gold gloves. Uh, I don't know how many wins, but you know, like I said, not from here, played, played, played here, lives here. You know, still is part of the community. I think that again, that counts for for something. You saw a lot of people put in things like Kurt Busch, and you know, a lot of people that uh, probably are from here but um, don't live here now. They may have gone to high school here, but they're not part of our. Community may have better careers than some, but again, you know what constitutes your definition of what a local is, or even a native. Right. So right. I feel like if you if you lived here from zero to eight to like eighteen and then left and had a great career, is that does that mean more than say Jerry Tar Tarkanian, who's on my list, who came here, you know, and stayed here and built the impact that he that he had, like. It's there's there's like no comparison there. There is no Las Vegas basketball. There's no you know, There's no Larry Johnson at Vegas without yep. Jerry Tarkanian. So um, I think if and you, you know you want to say yes, there's no championship without LJ. There's no UNLV basketball without Tark. So I think his legacy is just too big to you know obviously overlook for on like on like for like any list. And once I kind of hit a certain sport, I did kind of say okay, that's it. Like. I didn't really double up on Tark and LJ or uh, Bryce Harper or Maddox. I kind of like, that's the sport, unless there was their career was so much better to still include them over someone else. And I just didn't feel like that was there yet. Right. Or say Bryce Harper, it, it like maybe if he, if he keeps hitting the way that he's crushing lately, but you know, 
we'll see how that goes. There's probably a native list that we could do that definitely would be different. But yeah, my last one, my last one, man, um, I don't, I actually don't like it. I, I don't like my pick, but I wanted to go with, with Randall Cunningham because of what he does. What When you think of UNLV football in your local, you think of Randall Cunningham. You know, and not only that, he, he, he coached afterward at Silverado. Um, he still lives here. He's a pastor here. Like, you know, he's blow, he's very um, uh, active in the community. Again, that carries some something, right? But when you look at his career, it's it's okay. You know, like he had some good years, but is he a, a Hall of Famer? No. Did he ever win a late NEP? No. So, you know, we he's glorified a little more here because he because he played at UNLV, but I don't think his numbers stacked up to some of the other people, even like a Steven Jackson, but I didn't have him on here. So I had to go with Floyd Mayweather. And the reason is, and the reason I hate this pick, but because I don't think he ever really fought anybody in his prime that he could have. And, but you can't argue with the career that he's had. Like right. 50, you know, pound, pound for pound, for pound, great. His career numbers and his career accomplishments, just there's just no comparison to some of the other locals that you stack that up against. And he lives here now. I mean, he's pretty much like he owns businesses here. He has gyms here. He, you know, he's active in the community. Yeah, he's from Michigan tech, technically, but I mean, he's pretty much a local. So, and if you're going to put, if you're going to apply that standard to a guy like Tarver or anybody else, then it has to apply to him. And his numbers were just, they're, they're too dominant. And I don't even, I'm not even a huge fan of, of him in the sport, but the, the numbers speak for themselves. So, and we're just going to kind of wrap it up there. We had a great we had a great conversation with Kyle, mm-hmm. and we did have a winner, and that winner was uh, RJL Vegas, I believe, is the Twitter handle, mm-hmm. and he was notified, and he's stoked. Mm-hmm. He reached out to me, and he said he is very very happy. Um, we're happy to do stuff like that. It was just it was a question that started and took off. It took off before I even got a chance to get to it social media wise. Like it was already people were already answering it. Yeah. And the funny thing about Bryce Harper is, is that he got hurt like the next day or two, like right after this conversation, he got hit by a pitch on a hand and he like fractured his hand. And well, that doesn't negate from what he has. Done. No, absolutely not. But it's just kind of interesting. We we're just kind of talking well, about you it. You are then, jinx. So. Well, no, only when it comes <laughs> to New York Ranger playoff hockey goodness mm-hmm. for you, I am a jinx. But no, I, you know, it, it, it was really, really fun. Uh, and we look forward to having him on, definitely. Um, and you can yes, please go check out his website, VegasVarsity.com. Use our code um, VFP10, 10 percent off your entire purchase, and go support, please. Something else I wanted to talk about. Um, lots of lots of little interesting nuggets. I'm trying to figure out which way I want to go with those here. Uh, Golden Knights. Uh, hire some assistants to go along with Bruce Cassidy. John Stevens um, will be coming to Vegas. He was the coach of the Flyers uh, in 06. Uh, he was an assistant in LA from 11 to 14, where he won two Stanley Cups. Um, he took over as their head coach in 2017. Uh, he was only there for a year and a half. He was with Dallas. Uh, Sean Burke, who was with Montreal, is going to come over. Um, and he's, 
going to do some stuff for Vegas as is Mike Rosati. Mike Rosati doesn't have a ton of experience, um, but he was, he's, he's a goaltending specialist. So basically. Well, that they need. <clears throat> they need to be better on the power play. They need to be better in goaltending. They, they need, need to be better in a lot of stuff. More solid goaltender. So New York Rangers backup goaltender. Uh, mm -hmm. His name is Gorgiev or something like that. He's going to be available because it looks like he wants out because Igor Shosturkin is going to be the starting goaltender there. Not a bad option. I was looking at the money. You can honestly send Robin Leonard and uh, Laurent Brassois packing and just bring this guy in and have him uh, back up Logan Thompson. But I feel like I feel like Bruce Cassidy kind of wants to feel out the situation. Leonard yeah. it, Leonard has value, but what kind? I guess that's for him to figure out. Draft next week free agency the week after Vegas is going to be active because they need to dump cap. Yes. And I, speaking of the draft, I know our friends inside the rink, they're going to be doing similar live broadcast, right? Yeah. Just like the trade deadline, the which trade they deadline, had, right. They're going to, it's going to be on YouTube. Right. Just like that. You're going to be looking at um, the draft and also free agency. So I think the draft is July 7th, I think it starts. And then mm -hmm. free agency is next week on the third, the, the next week on the 13th of July. Look for Inside the Ring to have content, writing, YouTube, etc. Big announcement also from Inside the Ring, if you know anyone didn't, you know, happen to see that they are doing Inside the Ring Plus. Yeah, for a membership. Yes. So $2.99 will get you all kinds of extra features. And benefits uh, from the podcast team, from the writing team, and all that will be kind of, you know, sent along with, with your membership, you know, as it comes along, we're going to have, we're going to be able to get our hands on more exciting interviews, more exciting articles, um, stuff that's definitely worth three bucks a month, you know, so uh, definitely want to go and support that uh, as well. But yeah, Golden Knights figuring out their their coaching staff. I don't hate the staff so far. Um, there was kind of a little issue. So Sean Burke, I guess many, many years ago, he had like an assault charge. Um, but it was a long time ago. I guess it might have been with his first wife. Okay. Uh, but he's remarried now. Um, some people uh, from the Montreal Canadian fan base, because that's where he's coming from. Okay. A couple of snark remarks, I'm not going to really say the Twitter accounts because it's really not important. Uh, the remarks aren't really very nice is that, you know, well, what he, are their remarks? the remarks are like, well, good luck with him. He, he, he's a woman beater, you know, he's listen here. Okay. The man still works in the league. Everybody deserves another chance. If he, if he continued to do it, I could understand what your point is there, but I don't like that. He did that. Let's be real, though. Everybody gets another chance, okay? And I think this man has done very, very well in the last 20, 25 years with his chance. I think that you need to just pump the brakes. Not that the NHL is the most, look, forthcoming, uh, you know, business. We've seen what's going on with the Chicago Blackhawks and their scandal and others. Mm -hmm. I don't like it, but I don't like how people without a face, without a name, attack someone for something that happened years ago, albeit not great. Um, <laughs> not really going to win you on that one, right? It was a long time ago. Uh, yeah, he was. He was a good mistakes and stuff. I don't know the situation. I don't. I can't judge on anything. 
you know, was he actually charged for it? Was it just uh I believe he was. Okay. I I don't know, but um He did play in the league. Uh he played goaltender for many years. Uh it, it looks like he was in the league for 19 years with nine different teams and that and that whole um thing happened. Thing, wife beating. Yeah. Well, whatever it was, we don't act, you know, there's Look, he remarried, and it seems like everything is, you know, you know, is is going okay. Look, it's it, it's got, not ideal. You know, like you said, people deserve second chances. I really don't know. Um, it makes me angry for a whole another slew of reasons. Okay, so November that's... 1997, Burke was arrested for the assault of his then wife Leslie following an alleged altercation at their home. Despite the incident, he played for the Hurricanes at the time. They decided not to suspend him. He was fined 200 bucks, 18 wow. months, 18 months probation and educational program on domestic violence because he pled guilty. He is remarried. Okay. And look, this is the golden Knights. Okay. That we're talking about. There's no limits. There is no, they, they don't care about one way or the other, what people think you or me or anybody else. They feel he's fit for the job. Yeah. They're going to hire him. He'll probably get fired in a year, okay, <laughs> okay, or something, just like everybody else on staff. Look, what's the going what's the life expectancy of coaches in the NHL? And why do we keep recycling them? Seriously, well, we why does Pete DeBoer Why does Pete DeBoer keep getting a job, right? And Steve Spot who was with him in San Jose and Vegas and responsible liked, for terrible power plays. Right. You like Pete DeBoer. So at first I liked Pete DeBoer. Okay. I thought Pete DeBoer was a really, really good choice at first. I thought Leonard was a good choice at first, but <laughs> the meshing was just not happening. And it was, it's just frustrating to me because because it wasn't the right to, to see how bad you are with the extra attacker. And he didn't do any adjustments. Seriously. He would go out there and be like, all right, come on boys, let's go. Let's do the same thing over and over again. Pete, we're like one for 27 on the power play lately. Well, that's okay. Let's just keep at it. That doesn't work. You know what Bruce Cassidy does? I don't know. Changes it up. I could tell you what he does because I've looked at a little bit of what Boston did. Power play. Really, really good. Really, really good in goal. Really, really good offensively and defensively. The guy got a raw deal. I mean, I, I just don't, I just don't get it, but you know, we've gone around and around and around the wagon with this. They keep recycling coaches. Vegas, in my opinion, got the best deal because Barry Trotz isn't going to coach. And I'm perfectly good with that. They don't have a ton of picks in the draft because of the Eichel deal, because of this deal, because of that deal. I right. think they only have like five or six picks. I think six you know, in seven rounds. That's not wonderful. I'm optimistic for this season. I think I'm more optimistic for this season versus last for some reason. Mm. Um, you weren't a DeBoer person. No. Uh, and I think that you are, if I could guess, happier because of the fact that he's not, he's not the coach anymore. Yeah. I, I'm good Something with it. New. I was good with it. I was good with it either way. I feel like if they wanted to get rid of Gallant, now would have been the time and bring in Bruce Cassidy. I feel like the whole Pete DeBoer thing wasn't necessary. Mm -hmm. It was way too soon after starting the, the 
the birth of the team, I, I, I don't think there was cause to fire Gallant. Again, I'm not in the back office, so I have no idea. But I'm just saying to have now th- our third coach in our, what, sixth season? Yes. Is a lot. It is a lot. Um, but very hopeful. Hopeful for the NHL schedule release, too, because we know opening night is the 11th um, of October. Yep. But um, not a whole lot otherwise going on, really, um, Golden Knight stuff. But one, we, we also got some fun stuff to get to. But before what, for UNLV? Yes. Yeah, really, really cool. It's actually like ex-UNLV, but you're going to really, really like it, and I know that for sure. But we have to drop... A quick word from our friends. Yeah, Bet US. They're, like you said, our friends and sponsors of Inside the Rink. Bet US has your NHL, NBA, UFC, PGA, and NFL betting lines for up to their 28th year of live betting. Sign up for BETUS.com with promo code RINK for 125% sign up bonus. Yeah, guys, fantastic deal. All you got to do is go to BetUS.com. Promo code RANK, R-I-N-K, 125% sign-up bonus. Play with the proven mainstay in the industry. That's BetUS. You bet you win, you get paid. BetUS.com. Um, really, really fun thing that happened just a few days ago, and I'm super, super proud, um, even though he's a lot older than me. Um, Long Kruger will be inducted into the National Collegiate Basketball Hall of Fame. Aww. And I'm super, super excited uh, for him. Um, when is that going to happen? I actually, I, I don't have that date in front of me, but what I really wanted to talk about is the man's accomplishments. Um, of course, the only coach to take five uh, NCAA basketball programs to the NCAA tournament, uh, Oklahoma, UNLV, Illinois, Florida, and Kansas State. First job was Texas Pan American, which they're not even Texas Pan Am anymore. Um, that was his first job. Of course, he went to Kansas State. That was that's his alma mater. Um, coached at Florida, coached at Kansas State, Illinois. Coached the Hawks, the Atlanta Hawks in the NBA, and was an assistant for the Knicks before coming to UNLV. Um, Two sport player. He played baseball and basketball. Wow. Um, in high school, I believe he was drafted by the. If I, I, I want to say he was drafted by the St. Louis Cardinals, but decided to go and play basketball at Kansas State. Um, two Final Fours, 1994 and 2016. Big Ten regular season title in 1998 uh, with Illinois. Uh, two Mountain West tournament titles with UNLV. Two-time SEC Coach of the Year, 92 and 94. Mountain West Coach of the Year, 2008. Big 12 Coach of the Year, 2014. And he himself as a player was a two-time uh, Player of the Year in conference. He actually has a bronze medal from the Olympics in 1998 with the wow. u.s men's basketball team when they went to greece um actually it's uh fiba let's see fiba basketball world cup so that's the in between the olympics okay there's a, a a fiba tournament um and he has a bronze bronze medal for that so um not olympic but fiba so that's that's really really cool um I feel like, you know, UNLV could have got 10 more years of long career if they just would have done what they should have done, you know, and he didn't have to go anywhere. Um, but with his son, 
Kevin being able to carry on mm-hmm. um, and and long living in town. I'm um, sure that's re- just the sentimental, really special feeling for them both. Yeah. But like I said, you know, he's his own coach. He's his own man. And I think um, he's doing well. Yeah, I feel like this is going to be really well for UNLV in the future. Um, something else for UNLV in the future could be on the horizon. Something happened, uh, I believe it was yesterday, where you've got... Now, this is all a trickle-down effect, but USC and UCLA are leaving the Pac-12. They're going to go to play in the Big Ten. Um, And that is all a part of college athletics, college football's realignment. Um, Schools are going to different conferences for more money. Um, For example, each school in the Pac-12 gets $17 million a year TV Mm. contract. The new contract in the Big Ten in 2024, when it's introduced, will probably be 80 to 100 million dollars per school just for TV. So schools wow. are leaving, realigning. You have Texas and Oklahoma going to the SEC in a couple of years. Now you have USC and UCLA going to the Big Ten from the Pac 12. This leaves a hole in the Pac 12. They might not be the only schools leaving, and who's going to replace them? So early indicators. A lot of people, media people, and other feel that because of UNLV's facilities, new stadium, right. basketball facilities, right. not the product. I'd like to make that very clear. The product that UNLV puts on the field and court is not going to get them anywhere. <laughs> However, Pac-12 has their basketball tournament in Vegas. Their offices, they have offices in Vegas. They speak very highly of Vegas. They do a lot of business with Las Vegas. UNLV, because of their new football stadium and their facilities basketball-wise, which both are tops in the Mountain West, automatically put them in, automatically put them in the conversation. They're not the only ones. Obviously, San Diego State will be linked. Boise State will be linked because those are two top programs. Um, Could be a BYU siding, could be a Fresno siding. There's a lot of of moving parts, and this won't be the end of – I mean, that would Realignment. be great for Las Vegas, UNLV. Yeah. What does that conference look like, though, with all these teams leaving and them trying to replace? USC and UCLA are big fish. Yeah. You know what I mean? You still have Arizona, Arizona State, Oregon, Oregon State, Washington, Washington State, Stanford, um, Cal. You still have a very strong conference, but who else leaves? This is a money grab. Uh, they've been talking about Super conferences, so like conferences merging basically to create, to keep the little guys, to keep divisions and conferences like the Mountain West out of the big money. Um, you know, me and my brother-in-law go to Tennessee games. That's a big time school. Right. They don't want little fish invading their pot of money. That's true. You know what I mean? This is a big move by USC, UCLA. Uh, the trickle-down effect will only be known um, in the coming days, weeks, months. You know, it was a really, really fast thing. Like there was a rumor that it was going to happen yesterday morning. And then by the end of the day, it was done. And that's how quick they move. Um, the Pac-12's TV rights deal is good until 2036, but the Big Ten's is good until 2024. And in 2024, it's going to get bigger because of more teams the more teams that come the bigger the tv deal wow so when you have 17 million versus 80 to 100 million you don't even think about it and the big 10 
all their schools are in the Midwest and the East Coast. And now you have UCLA and USC coming into this conference with no rivals. No rivals. You're going to see USC and Rutgers. Like, who gives a shit? You know what I mean? Like, it, <laughs> you, but for the money, everyone gives a shit. So, <laughs> no, you, no, that's a mouthful. I mean, yeah. I mean, I mean, that's true. You know, so that's pretty interesting. Um, we forgot to say congratulations to Colorado. Yes, congratulations. While we were to, on yeah. the hockey. That's right. Yeah, we can we can you know divert back there for a second. Well, I- I just did. Congratulations, Colorado <laughs> Avalanche. Please don't destroy the Stanley Cup because they've already dropped it like three times. Yeah. They dropped it right after they got it on the ice and then another time. And then the other night, some guy, they're like taking it with it, you know, taking it with them everywhere. And the the guy's holding it. He's drunk and he falls. Come on now. Treat it with some respect, people. Remember. You only won the Stanley Cup because Vegas wasn't in it because Vegas is the last team to beat them in a series last year. Vegas Remember wasn't that. even near it. Doesn't so matter. Doesn't just matter. Saying. Without Vegas, you sound without bitter. Vegas out of the picture, the Avs don't win the Stanley Cup. They and I will stand Tampa on that. Bay, That's the, fine. The two time okay. champions. Very, very good. So they, they did. But remember, couldn't get by Vegas. Vegas had to be out of the way for you guys to win the Stanley Cup. Remember that, and Vegas will be back. (laughs) And I look forward to an Avs Golden Knights Western Conference final next year. (laughs) And I look forward to taking down the champs, because they're the champs. They are the bullseye. So let's let's get it, Vegas-born. Speaking of Vegas-born, I got my tat fixed. Um, I got it. No more veg-ass-born, okay? It's, uh, It's closer together. Oh my god! So Lou, thank you for listening. That's for you. Okay, got it. Got it close. Got it tight. Got it dialed in. Got it tight. Okay. Before we get out of here, want to talk about you know I hate to end on this note, but got to absolutely do it. So there was a big vote yesterday in 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 Oakland about the potential stadium that oh, was going to. Oh gosh, so you could go on listen, another rant now. Listen, gosh, listen, this is important. Okay, you've already ranted about it i'm just irritated about it because not the stupid vote that passed up in oakland it's it's not really about that because there is so many more hills for them to climb but dave cavall the president of the oakland a's has been coming to vegas him and his his brass coming to vegas every week every other week right this is what i'm hearing us all the time (laughs) okay so here's an update for you okay they get a positive vote and then dave cavall goes on twitter and goes boom BCDC vote passes 23 to 2. What a huge win for our waterfront ballpark project and the future of the Oakland A's. Excuse me? Look, buddy, what are you doing in Vegas if this is what you want? This is typical, typical ownership. They use it as leverage. This has been done for years. Let me make it perfectly clear to anyone who could hear my voice. Las Vegas is not leverage. This is not 2002. This is not 1998. Las Vegas is not leverage. You are not the Montreal Expos. Okay. You're not the Washington Nationals. You are not any of that. That's garbage. I think most people uh, agree with you. Stay in Oakland. Lots of locals agree with you. You know, I was really, and I, and I feel like 
Major League Baseball will come to Vegas. I feel like that. But you know what? I don't want the Oakland A's in Vegas anymore because that turns me off. You do not abs- you do not do that. You stay silent because that's what you've done majority of the time until you get what you want. Don't come out to Vegas and and get wined and dined and talk about stadium sites and who's going to work with you. And you're going to announce this and you're going to announce that when you want to be there. So go be there. If you can't get this, oh, you go okay. get something else. I agree. Don't play Vegas as a fool. Vegas is not a fool. They have professional sports and they are going to expand without you. They don't need you in Vegas. No, they really don't. Your attendance is piss poor. People are willing in the state of Nevada to throw stuff at these people. And they would save so much money and make so much more money because there's no state tax. And the Major League Baseball would not, this has been reported, Major League Baseball will not charge them a relocation fee of hundreds of millions of dollars. So they get that wiped away. State tax, there isn't any. Look at how much money you're going to save moving over one state. You're not even the Raiders. That's how bad you are in terms of a franchise. And they're not very... What they did to the people up there, no good. But look, it ended up good for them. And people are willing, as far as throwing money at them, to not add another casino tax just so that we can play ball in Vegas and knock down a casino potentially or give them land. Work with them, but but, but this is what's going on. So it's ridiculous and I'm glad they're not coming because we don't need another Oakland team. We don't know if they're not coming because this is the bottom of the hill that they have to climb. There's so much more for them to do, but to, but to go on social media, stay, just stay there. If Vegas was smart, they would um, not entertain them anymore. Yeah. I feel like you're right, but I feel like we're wrong and they will because they're not in certain aspects. Because they want to play ball. Because they want to play professionally. But like you just said, things aren't the same as they were 2004. No, they're not. Even they're not. seven, eight years ago. I don't know. I'm so mad you might not hear about this anymore on the show. I really hope I mean, so. I mean, maybe, maybe if it's a different team, we will discuss it then. If it's not... You know what? Look, there are plenty of other teams out there that need... That will need a home or even expansion. Mm-hmm. And Vegas will be in the talk then. Just like NBA... You know, entertainment capital of the world becoming the sports capital of the world. It's it's all going to come together. I hated. Sorry, I'm hated. I hated the fact I had to you know get all animated and do all that, but you know, and end it like that. But before we get out of here, you got to go check out Vegas Varsity. Yep, at Vegas Varsity on Twitter, VegasVarsity.com. Inside the rink, we have some awesome merch. Yes, as do our other friends on Inside the Rink. If you listen to them as well. And something coming out that we're very, very excited about, uh, Golden Knights wise, and we really can't can't wait, and that should be dropping soon, uh, which we're really, really proud of. Um, the Golden Wife is over there at the Golden Wife on Twitter, <laughs> right there, and um, Jason at Vegas Fever Pod. Please subscribe after you listen. Give us a follow. Let us know what you think. Yep. Um, and. Very, very interested to see how the Golden Knights do uh, in the draft. We're not real big, you know, don't really know the younger kids' names. Not We're not draft aficionado scouts, but, you know, there will be some information to pass along there as well as free agency. Um, but until then, everybody, 
stay safe and have a good day. Bye.